With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Post photos by visiting us online at livingthecountrylife.com. It's time for NBC Radio News. I'm KCAA Loma Linda. Brought to you by Green Kong Dispensary. The Inland Empire's finest curated medical and recreational dispensary. GoogleGreenKong.com. California headline news. Power is slowly being restored to the nearly 50,000 PG&E customers who lost power Wednesday due to high winds and wildfire concerns in Northern California. Some 80,000 others have been told they would lose power, made plans accordingly, yet the power stayed on. Residents trying to stay calm. Collectively, we're getting the hang of it, but there's still, you can kind of feel the frustration with the inconvenience, but we try and put things in perspective. Um, it, it could be much worse. In Southern California reports of mudslides and debris flows where fires have recently burned in areas like the Hollywood Hills. Heavy rains hitting the area yesterday and this morning with snow in the San Bernardino Mountains. State lawmakers looking at paid family leave at the state capitol where some say there's lots of room for improvement. California has been at the forefront um, historically of paid family leave, but the truth is uh, we didn't do it perfect um, and we didn't do it best. Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez hearing testimony about a parent inequalities that occur for low-income and middle-income workers. Jeff Scott, California News. Haul packages for a living? A gas-powered Mercedes-Benz Sprinter delivers. Transport people? A Sprinter van with 0% financing is a five-star idea. If food delivery is your thing, then a gas Sprinter caters to you. And if you're a general contractor, the Sprinter with 0% financing nails it. With innovation, safety, and technology, Sprinter is built for you. And it's built for your bottom line with 0% financing. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just $33,790. And for a limited time with IRS Section 179, you could be eligible for up to a $25,000 tax deduction. Gas engine, 0% financing, and a possible tax deduction? Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, bond availability, natural dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Only valid on 2018 or 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter vans, excluding cab chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2nd, 2020. Consult your tax advisor. For more information, limits may apply. Visit mbvans.com. The symbol of power and majesty, the gorilla. Feared and respected, our closest animal cousin believed to possess human-like depth and understanding. Green Kong Cannabis Dispensary of Paris aspires to develop the same understanding. Green Kong is a destination, a personal experience with great service for everyone. Located right off the 215 freeway and Hurley Knox Road in Paris, Green Kong is safe, legal, and easy. 
Visit GreenKong.com for orders. You must be 21. Green Kong is the place for you. Experience Green Kong's exotic surroundings and their jungle-like setting. Bathed in soothing light, Green Kong is a go-to destination for the CBD or cannabis curious or the connoisseur. Google GreenKong.com or visit Green Kong's brand new exciting new location in Paris, California. News Radio. I'm Chum Roberts. A former official with the National Security Council says the reputation of former ambassador to Ukraine Marie Ivanovich has been maligned repeatedly. The attacks, the smear campaign against Ambassador Ivanovich, and expressed uh, great regret about how this was unfolding, and um, in fact, the shameful way in which uh, um, Ambassador Ivanovich was um, was being smeared and attacked. During today's public house impeachment hearing, Fiona Hill called it completely unnecessary. Ivanovich was recalled after running afoul of Trump lawyer. Rudy Giuliani, who was conducting unofficial diplomacy in Ukraine. David Holmes, a counselor for political affairs at the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine, is also testifying. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is weighing in on the impeachment inquiry. And the evidence is clear that the president, the president has used his office for his own personal gain. The California Democrat says Trump undermined the national security of this country and violated his oath of office. Another woman is accusing the late Jeffrey Epstein of rape when she was a minor, adding she was also trafficked for sex. The now 34-year-old Tiala Davies, along with her attorney Gloria Allred, filed a lawsuit against Epstein's estate today. Allred also strongly suggested Prince Andrew volunteer to be interviewed by authorities because he might have information relevant to the investigation. A student is under arrest in connection with racist incidents at Syracuse University. Police say 18-year-old Kim McGowan of Syracuse is charged with criminal mischief and marking graffiti. And detectives say she appears to be allegedly tied to the graffiti found Wednesday related to the protest of the recent racism incidents on campus. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Oprah Winfrey will have extra star power with her during her upcoming 2020 Vision Tour. The guests who will join Oprah during her wellness journey include former First Lady Michelle Obama and performers Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Are you ready for a new experience? To see life from another point of view. New hope, new expression, new joy. This is your radio hour. Welcome to Viewpoint with Father John. And welcome, friends. You are tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or you can listen from anywhere in the world from www.kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John, and I am your host, Father John Reed. You can follow the show on both Instagram and Facebook. Just go to Viewpoint with Father John. And you can see some of the videos we put up uh, so that you can uh, be inspired. Some of the photos we put up, some with Jackie and I tonight. So definitely join us there. All of God's children are endowed with extraordinary purpose and ability. I'm on a quest to help as many as possible in fully realizing their divinely inspired potential. Disposing a false narrative and embracing genuineness inspires clarity of purpose. My role is to help overcome self-imposed limitations in realizing one's spiritual potential. And brothers and sisters, I, I want to tell you about a great place in Claremont called Claremont Pharmacy. It's on the corner of Indian Hill Boulevard and Arrow Highway, owned by Dr. Nikki Ho. Best pharmacy in all the Inland Empire. That's where I get all my diabetic supplies, and you should too. 
Uh, they do a great job. It's good old-fashioned service where you know that they're happy to see you, that you're not just a number. So go over to Claremont Pharmacy, tell them Father John sent you, and they will be very happy to take care of all your pharmaceutical needs. Best people in town. And brothers and sisters, Viewpoint with Father John is a listener-supported program. You're the ones who keep us on the air every week. So please go to viewpointwithfatherjohn.com, click on the support button, and give whatever you can. And for those of you who've been supporting this program, I thank you very much. Also, I'd like to invite you to buy a copy of my book, Close Your Eyes So You Can See Me. The premise of this book is that we are all God's children and that we do not need any more self-improvement. Rather, what we need is self-discovery. Close Your Eyes So You Can See Me is available on Amazon. Or Amazon, just saying, if you like almonds, too. Uh, Barnes & Noble and on most online bookstores. And remember, we're coming up to Christmas, so you can buy your book for this year, next year, and the following years. Why not get them all at one time? Get 10 years' worth. It's a lot of reading to do in such a short time. Anyhow, I'm excited that tonight I have a very dear friend of mine, Jackie Babb, who's going to be sharing with us some different ideas. And Jackie has quite a background. She's a great uh, presenter. We've done workshops together. She has quite an in-depth knowledge of meditation. And she also does some um, life coaching, too. So welcome to the show, Jackie. Thank you so much. It's nice to be back. Nice to have you back. So I want to talk to you a little bit because we are in what we call the, the holy holidays, uh, Christmas and, and uh, Hanukkah and, and some of the other ones, uh, Kwanzaa and such. And so this is a time where people usually start thinking about their uh, spiritual practices. And I know you do a lot with meditation. That's a very important part of your spiritual practice. Could you talk to us a little bit about what that means to you, meditation and such? Well, what I've learned is, in a way to get to my inner self, mm -hmm. I have to be quiet. I am so busy half the time. I'm running from place to place, and there's always noise, and there's the radio or the TV. And in order for me to get centered, to hear my creator, mm -hmm. to be able to quiet my mind enough to be able to communicate in the world, I have to be quiet first. Yes. And so I, uh, I have a daily practice, both morning and night. I also go to a lot of uh, medita meditation retreats, and I mm -hmm. also do some guided meditation. I'm a leader of guided meditation. So I have found that uh, through practice, it has grown, it has become different, and um, it has really actually brought me to me. Yes. Now, I'm going to digress just a little bit because I know a lot of people hear the term meditation. They don't really know what that means. And so what's the difference between guided meditation and silent meditation in your view? Well, guided meditation is you have a facilitator, I guess you would have, or a leader that guides you through the quieting program, usually goes through uh, looking at the body, maybe a way of relaxing the body, maybe starting from the head to the feet or the feet to the head, uh, whatever is uh, their practice. Whether you're dyslexic or not. I That's guess right, yes, back or forth. Yeah. And um, what it does is it starts to get your mind inward, so you're paying attention to a voice 
or some music. Mm -hmm. And then it goes from there where you're learning to breathe. It's all in the breath. And so if you were anything like me, I had a very difficult time because I do have a busy head yes. and I do live a busy mind. And it was really, I thought I'll never be able to meditate and get quiet. But through practice and through a guided meditation is where I really started so that I could focus on the person's voice or the music. And if I wandered, I'd let the thoughts go through and then I would bring myself right back to the voice. So it centered me, it quieted me, and it helped me to... Um, get rid of all the thoughts that were running through my head through more practice. Now, silent meditation is just like it sounds. It's silent meditation. You don't have a voice guiding you to look at your, you know, I always say, imagine your, your forehead is relaxing. Imagine that every muscle in your forehead is relaxing. And now mm -hmm. imagine your eyelids. You know, so you're actually focusing on certain parts of the body, and you become more relaxed. Where silent is silent. Yeah, I want to pick up on that for just a moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. You went to a place last week, and I went to a few weeks ago, uh, Deer Park. Mm -hmm. And I heard a wonderful explanation from one of the brothers there, one of the monks. Gasson was talking to them about all the thought traffic going on. What do you do about this? And he gave this wonderful story. He says, there's this queen of this wonderful queenland or kingdom, however you want to put it. <laughs> Go either way this, these days. And um, I didn't mean how that sounded. <laughs> so, and the queen heard about this great place to visit. So she left in search of this place in the future, this future land that they had. So while she's gone, there's a knock at the door at the castle, and it's this, this monster. And so they invited the monster in, and they realized they don't want this monster there. So they start trying to push it out, and the more they try to push it out, the bigger it gets. And they're coming up with all these plans. Well, the one says, well, he looks kind of like a slug. Maybe if I cover myself in sweet stuff and salt, I'll rub up against him. He'll be coming, and that'll dissolve him, and we'll be done. Whatever they did, it just got bigger and bigger. And finally, one says, and what is that smell you have? With Oh, my goodness. They just don't know what to do. And finally, after a few weeks, the queen returns. And he said, has everything been okay? Well, yes. Well, there was nothing to find for the future. We just have now. Anything else go on? It says, oh, since you've been gone, this monster showed up, and we can't get rid of it. It's big, and it smells, and it just gets... The more we try to do something about it, the bigger it gets. Well, she says, well, let me be introduced to the monster. So they bring the monster in, and uh, the queen says, oh, how wonderful it is to see you. Please, come sit down next to me. Go get some delicious food for our guest. And the more she talked to the, to the monster and, and became friendly with it, the smaller it got and the smaller it got to finally just disappeared. Well, it's that way with our thoughts, that the more we fight those thoughts, the bigger they get. Instead, of we learn to make friends with them and say, okay, you're just going by, that's cool. Have a seat if you want. They uh, kind of go away. So I just want to throw it in there while you're talking about the silence because people get so caught up that they have to have a perfectly quiet mind. No, you don't. At some point, you'll get it once in a while. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, it's, it's just a rare treat. Right. So right. anyhow. 
You know, I uh, when I first started practicing meditation, it was probably about 20 years ago. Mm. And uh, there was a, a writer, Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. and he had some meditation tapes. Good and what he used was uh, the om. Uh, right. Um, and to tell you the truth, I tried that, but what happened was I was fighting it. Right. And so for one week, I could not get um out of my head. I thought I was going star graving mad because I'd be in the shower and I'd be going, um, um, and I said, well, that doesn't fit me. Right. That does not fit me. So the good thing about meditation is there's so many different types of meditation that you can find your center for. You can yes. find what makes you relax, whether it's music, walking, uh, um, mm. uh, silent or guided. You know, that's that's the uh, really good thing about meditation. You find, like anything else, you practice and you find something that you're comfortable with. Well, that was one of the areas where, where you and Don were very different. You like a guided meditation, yes. and he absolutely loves silent. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't even want to hear the vacuum cleaner come on. That's right. <laughs> so. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He told me that one time. Well, and he used to get very aggravated because he would be in his meditation for so long, but I would turn the news on, and that did not fit very well. So I had to quit doing that. But I always teased him because he would meditate for a good hour. Yeah. And I always teased him and said, one of these days, I just know I'm going to walk in and you're going to be levitating. So (laughs) when I first started studying meditation, never mind how many years ago that was, I used to struggle to do three minutes. Mm -hmm. And that seemed like an eternity. And now my usual meditation takes between an hour, an hour and a half. Not because I have to force it. At one time, I had to keep adding time. But it got to the point where I look forward to it. I, I schedule my whole day around it. Of course, in, in the tradition that, that you and I uh, follow, we're required to stop a minimum of seven times a day for prayer and meditation. They don't all have to be an hour long because we won't get anything done, mm-hmm. which some people accuse me of anyhow. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's very important. So you like... A guided meditation. Mm-hmm. I've heard you do them. You, you, you do a very good one. And, and maybe in our next segment, maybe you could take us on a short one, if you don't mind. I, oh, I know you I just, bet. I would love to. You know, I just threw that out there, and, and uh, a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get you anything for your birthday, so there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what got you started with meditation? Well, like I said, I was in a couple programs that, uh, to be truthful, I, I it was probably about Oh, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. when someone took me to a meditation. And in that time, my, my life was very out of control. Yeah, And uh, there was no way I was going to do a meditation. And I went to this guided meditation, and they were all quiet. And I just couldn't quiet myself, because everything around me was chaos for so long. And um, so they did this meditation, and the one girl was seeing fire and Indians, and, and I just didn't get it. And so I said, I'm never doing it again. Then as I began to mature a little bit and got into several other programs, then that's when I decided that, okay, I'm going to try different avenues of it. And, uh, of course, as I matured in it, like any sport, anything, and you practice, that's what happened. And now I love it. I absolutely cherish my quietness and the meditation uh, because, like I said, the world is so noisy. And so it's just good to meditate. You gave me a wonderful idea for a t-shirt instead of sport medicine, sport meditation. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you what. I, <clears throat> I already have a copyright, so stop it, listeners. 
right. <laughs> Who's lying now? You know, something you said I think is so important there. The first time you tried it, my words, it was awful. Mm-hmm. You thought, this just isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have that experience, I've found. But when you went back at a different time, you could hear something you couldn't hear the first time. Would that be an accurate statement? Absolutely. That's beautiful. And I hope those of you listening hear that. If you first try it and it's not comfortable, that's okay. You're not bad. The meditation's not bad. You're just working on timing. Mm -hmm. And when it's time, it's time. When it hits, it hits. I mean, it's like synchronizing watches. Right. Well, you know, we go through different developmental stages in our life Mm -hmm. uh, from being a teenager and what our aspirations are at that time. And then when we're in the 20s and we're in the family, the same thing happens to our mind and our practices of how we connect with the world. And so in a time where I'm rushing around and I'm I'm stressed and, you know, I just I just can't seem to connect. uh, I get to a place further on. When I'm in that developmental stage, because we go through spiritual stages, we go through developmental stages, we go through different stages. So it has to be the right stage that you're looking at. And I happen to be looking for that quiet time. That's when it occurred. Speaking of stages, Frank is looking at me like I better exit stage left. We're going to our first commercial break. You're listening to Viewpoint with Father John. And when we come back, Jackie's going to lead us in a short uh, guided meditation And you're listening to Viewpoint with Father John. We'll be back in two and two. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org. www.4pfp, as in personalfuneralplanning.org. Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran-owned and operated, helping you plan a personal, lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org. Attention all business owners, join C's Candies, Big Lots, Dollar Tree, and Sola Salon Studios at the Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands. Availability is now open for your company, whether that be restaurants, retail, or more. Located between Alabama and the Tennessee exits where the 10 and the 210 meet in Redlands. The Tri-City Shopping Center is zoned for multi-use. Call today and schedule your appointment. Ask for Chris Beauchamp or John Jennings, 951-684-4400. That number again, 951-684-4400. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands, the mall with a heart. And welcome back. You're tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, 
or you can listen from anywhere in the world at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John. I am your host, Father John Reed. And a shout out to our sound engineer, Frank. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Father John. How are you? Good. Styling that new minivan, huh? I can't keep the women away from it. Yes, They're yes. They're asking me to take their kids to soccer practice and <laughs> get their groceries. And <laughs> uh, oh, All jokes aside, I, boy. I, I'm not ashamed to say I love my minivan. I really love my minivan. <laughs> That's good. You left me speechless, dude. You, you, you get a Pulitzer Prize for that one. <laughs> well, enjoy your minivan. I will. Uh, I'm going to be nice because we're on the air, and I don't want any letters from NBC and for KCAA. <laughs> So, very good. Uh, again, my guest this evening is uh, Jackie Babb. And uh, as previously stated before we went to commercial break, I've asked her to just walk us through a, a few moments of a guided meditation. And she does this very well. So, wherever you are right now, unless you're driving, if you're driving, keep your eyes open, please. That, that would, uh, we have enough of that on the freeway at the moment. Thank you. And put your cell phone down. <laughs> so... Uh, but if you're sitting at home, put your feet on the floor, flat on the floor, uh, sit comfortably in your chair. And at this point, I will turn it over to Jackie to lead us. Thank you, John. Like John said, put your feet flat on the floor. Place your hands on your lap, palms up. And take a deep, full breath in through your nose. Exhale completely. I allow myself to relax. Take another deep breath in through the nose. Exhaling fully. Breathe in, God. Breathe out stress. I let go. Imagine that every muscle in your body is relaxing. Imagine the stress of the day melting away. I let go. I allow myself to be right here right now I let go and as we come back to the room know that you can come back to this spot at any time giving yourself permission to relax I become aware of my feet and my legs my lower back, my arms, my shoulders are relaxed. I can open my eyes. I am abundant. I let go. You can come back at any time feeling totally relaxed and in this now moment. Thank you. Mm. Beautiful meditation. Thank you. And as you can experience through this, 
is simply a matter of being present. And I think that in the way our society is set up right now, that everything is on the go, on the go, overstimulation. We have radios, we have phones, we have, you know, you can put over a thousand songs in your pocket right now with, with your phone. In fact, we have more computer gadget in this phone than we do on the original NASA probes there in space <laughs> right now. Isn't that incredible? So now as you began be started to grow in time, uh, the time that you sat in uh, meditation, did you notice any benefits from that? Oh, most definitely. Okay. I, I can relax at any time. I can mm -hmm. find myself being stressed out. And because I've practiced it so much, I can allow myself to just stop and breathe. To be aware is your breath. For me, mm -hmm. I believe my creator is in every breath. Mm -hmm. And so when I am stressed, I can go right back. And I, I use that I let go a lot. Uh, because during the day, I'm so tense. And I'm holding on to so much that it, it becomes chaotic. And so when I use the words, I let go, for some reason, it gives me a natural instinct to just let my body go. I have found improvement in my health. Mm -hmm. I have found improvement in my prayer practices. Yes. I have found, uh, I'm getting to the point where I'm trying to do it with food. You talk about this meditation, uh, this uh, silent meditation I went to this past Sunday at Deer Park Monastery, and the entire retreat was on mindfulness. Yes. And I can honestly say that I've been doing meditation for over 20 years. I've been doing relaxation. I do yoga. And yet I still can find myself zooming through life. And what mindfulness is, is becoming totally aware of this moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have a cup on my, well, it's a mug, actually, that I, that I got in Maui. And it said, living in the moment just might be the secret of life. Ooh, I like that. And I like it, too. And Say so, that one more time. Living in the moment just might be the secret of life. Mm. And, Boy, that hits. and that's where I have to get to because I can be in the future and I literally have to tell myself, Jackie, right here, right now, has been a practice of mine for the past few years, which has helped my aunt. You know, my husband passed away uh, yes. four years ago and it was really very traumatic for me. And I uh, went through some real uh, grief. Yes. And I was going through panic attacks and uh, the inability to focus and a lot of crying. Sure. <laughs> and I will tell you that through that process, what really helped me was meditation, but also getting to that this now moment. Mm -hmm. Because I know that my God only presides in this moment. Yes. The past is not real. The future is not real. It's not real. Right. And uh, if I'm in the now moment, I'm okay. And I tell myself, wait a minute, I'm okay right now. And meditation has helped me do that. And I can do the, those many meditations. Okay, Jack. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. I'm right here, right now. And this this retreat I went on, it was magnificent. Because I forget that sometimes, mindfulness. What that means is a direct focus on this now moment. What you're eating. You know, you look at your food. You savor every taste. You begin to eat slower. You begin to enjoy your food more. And you begin to eat less, which is what I need. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) um, I'm really... Uh, I guess I'm in a different phase as of Sunday of really making that my focus right now is mindfulness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're always trying to look for God where God is not. Mm -hmm. And where God is not is where you said in the future and in the past. We have to come to the presence of it. I want to go back to something else you said because it's backed up uh, scripturally, really, uh, the idea of, of God being the breath that you breathe. Well, the Hebrew word for God, which means that which cannot be defined, is Yahweh, which is a, when said correctly, is the sound of breathing. So from the moment you're born, you're already speaking the name of God. And at the moment that you pass from this living plane as we know it, you're saying the name of God. So every time you say, you're communing with the with the name of God, and most of our brothers, uh, brothers and sisters in the Hebrew faith, Jewish faith, know that, and give some kind of a leg up on us on that one. But that's true. It's it's a powerful meditation just to do that back and forth, the breathing and recognizing that's right here, right now, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, and the mindfulness is kind of the same thing. What, what has happened is in the last probably couple of years, I've really tried to focus on becoming aware of my surroundings, Yes, becoming aware of people, mm-hmm. actually looking at people, actually looking at them when they're talking, almost lip reading to the point of getting a connection like I've never gotten before. And all of a sudden, uh, and I've been sharing this a lot, I'm actually feeling my life Mm -hmm. i'm feeling it at a very strong level yes and i'm actually able to feel your life uh, because that uh, empathetic you know the the ability to uh, walk in someone's shoes is something i never had i had compassion but to really put yourself in someone brings a connection to another human being at a different level than i've ever had and so breathing mindfulness and becoming aware is connecting me more to others and my creator. I would agree. In fact, there's a movie came out a few years ago that there was a one line in the movie that I think turned on the consciousness of a lot of people. The movie was Avatar. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And the line was when they would look at you and they would say, I see you. Mm-hmm. Meaning more than the body, they would look eye to eye and look what's, look to see who's seeing mm-hmm. that which is behind the eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's really what our spiritual adventure is supposed to be. It doesn't matter what religion you call it. We, I call myself a Christian all day, but when I look at you, do I see you? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my favorite lines from, from uh, Les Miserables, uh, to, to uh, love another person is to see the face of God. Mm-hmm. Well, to see the face of God means you have to look into the soul of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people think that that's hokey until you've done it. You know, one of the things that I found beneficial about being a hospice chaplain, you've done this, is when you're holding people in their last moment Mm -hmm. and you have that connection Mm -hmm. and you feel the part of the journey that you are as they're leaving and you feel the physical presence Mm -hmm. actually commune going through, uh, you can't put it in words. It's just too powerful. That's right. But that's the whole idea of I see you and what you're talking about, if I'm hearing you correctly, about the presence, being present to who is right here exactly because we usually don't see that person no we see what are what we think our experience is going to be or what our experience has been in the past you know i uh, you know I, I go to my old neighborhood and they uh, they don't see father john the priest they see john the 14 year old throw a rock through a window you know all these years there that's who they see when i come around you know and so that's very true what else would you like to share with us about your your journey in this what what, what have you found uh as self-disclosure through this? Well, you know, I, I have a whole circle of my journey into, you know, I, I heard something, uh, I think it was on Facebook, isn't that something? Okay. Uh, it was, um, to know others is knowledge, to know yourself is an enlightenment. Yes. And so as my journey goes along through meditation, of course, the reading, through connecting with other people, uh, learning different religions, mm-hmm. learning about life and death, yes. uh, is has been a journey of me finding me, and uh, and I think that's a journey of of um, becoming aware of who I am and who I'm not. Right. And again, once again, what that brings is a connection to you. Correct. You know, so everything to me is a connection to you. Because if I have a connection to you, I have a connection to my creator. I have a connection to God. And for me, that's that's the whole journey. That's what it's all about. Uh, and you're right. That's my favorite quote to, to love is to see the face of God. Uh, because that's true, you know. Yes. Whatever your conception of God is. Whatever your conception is. And that's good enough, whatever that conception. You don't have to have mine. You don't have to have anybody else's. Because you're the one relating there, and, you know, uh, God doesn't relate to me if I'm trying to appear as Irving instead of John. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing wrong with Irving, right. but I have to be present within my very self to be present with God, which is, uh, you know, our, our friend Chuck Chamberlain used to say, we don't need self-improvement, we need self-discovery. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that. Because when we have self-discovery, we stop trying to hide who we think we are. And we only hide who we think we are because we're ashamed of that. And if we're ashamed of that, that means we really haven't met our true self yet. Because the true self can't do anything to be ashamed. Because it's it's based in love. That's that's the thing that connects us. And every, I'd, I'd say 
99% of all religions there, any healthy religion anyhow, is constantly pointing out the fact that we're all connected. Mm-hmm. Native American spirituality, which I have a deep love for. Uh, Christianity, which you've done to Lisa one of these, my brother, you've done also unto me. Uh, Judaism, uh, Buddhism, uh, Islam, all of them in their teachings have this. Now, the sad part is we get people who rather write treaties on other people's religions without ever reading their material. Mm-hmm. And so you hear mm-hmm. stuff that has nothing to do with what they teach. And the sad part is you have people who stay who supposedly study or follow these religions that never study it either, and so they go off with these crazy ideas. We have a lot in Christianity. If, if they ever really studied what Jesus said, they'd realize that we'd have to be a lot nicer to people, especially the stranger. Mm-hmm. So, And that's a whole show for another night. And so you, you've been doing this now. You practice both morning and night, if I heard you correctly. I do. I practice, and I do it during the day. Like I Good. said, when I get really stressed. I used to, the minute I would get into my car, I would turn on the radio, blasting. Right. Or I'd go home, <laughs> and I'd turn on the TV, blasting. <laughs> and uh, I have found that it really is agitating to me to turn on the radio when I get in the car. Yes. Uh, now, every once in a while, I'll be in the mood maybe to, to dance a little in my car. You know, it's you got to do that, too. You know, life is about dancing, singing, <laughs> and quiet time. you got to have it all. You can't do just one. But I will tell you, this, uh, this journey that I have been on has not been an easy one. Right. And, and coming to yourself or enlightenment in yourself is is a a long process and sometimes uh, even today i am not there you know uh i'm a lot better than i was you know there was a show on tv i think it was called night court and oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah night court and the and the judge had never known his father and uh 40 years later the father comes into court and he says i'm your i'm your father and he says well i hate you i haven't seen you in 40 years what are you doing here and he says well i've been in a mental institution for 40 years but I'm much better now. And so uh, I like to say that, you know, uh, I'm much better now. Uh, and it's been, a, it's been a long road, well, you know, and I'm still, you. yeah, I'm still not perfect. You know, I still, I still haven't gotten to the point where I can love myself 100% or that meditation is always there and I'm right there on the spot or, or, um, or that I'm even connected to you, right. you know. Uh, but I am much better now. And yeah. it's through the process of meditation. It's through the, the process of reading and searching. And, uh, and I think the older we get, which I have, uh, you know, over a lot of people, I'm a little bit older, um, but the journey becomes almost a necessity at this time where we're searching for that, that uh, who am I? You know, what my, what's my purpose here? And I think meditation is a stepping stone to that. So, you know. I'd agree. Speaking of searching, uh, Frank is looking through the glass like he's searching for me to go to commercial at this time. So you're listening to Viewpoint with Father John. My guest this evening is Jackie Babb, and we'll be back in two and two. The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. 
Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org. www.4pfp, as in personalfuneralplanning.org. Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran-owned and operated, helping you plan a personal, lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org It's time to make the Tri-City Center in Redlands a regular part of your weekly shopping experience. Tri-City is home to a wide assortment of quality businesses, including the all-new Ocean Aquatics. Check out their variety of exotic tropical fish along with fish food, accessories, and tanks of all shapes and sizes. The Tri-City Center is located just off of Alabama in the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Visit the Tri-City Center today and find out why it's called the Mall with a Heart. And welcome back. You're tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or on the World Wide Web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John, and I am your host, Father John Reed. My guest this evening is my dear friend, Jackie Babb. We've been talking about spiritual things such as meditation and learning to grow and being present to the moment, which is really the only place in reality we can be, but we fool ourselves greatly. Only our mind could tell us that we're in Arizona when we're in California and make us believe it. Mm -hmm. And there's the difference. It can make us believe it. And give you an example of this. We're all born of love. That's what we're created by. If God is love, we're created by God. But our mind tells us, no, we're not. And what mindfulness does is it brings us back closer to the original truth, our true self, that what you're looking for, you're looking with. Mm -hmm. It's all in there. And uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the workshops you like to do to help pass these things along to other people. Well, they, when I do a relationship seminar, which I've done, mm -hmm. and I've done it with you before, uh, I always talk about meditation. Yes. I talk about meditation together or meditation alone because when you're in a relationship, uh, it's the same thing as being with yourself, the relationship with yourself, that the quietness, the quiet time is where you get in touch with the true you, the true feelings. Yes. And so it's very important if you're doing a, a relationship seminar. If you're doing a work seminar, uh, you know, life coaching, you can do life coaching on... Uh, for a CEO on how to react to his his employees or his board, or you can be a life coach, uh, which I'm a, a holistic mm -hmm. life coach on recreating yourself. Uh, you know, trying to realize that you are born of love and that you have forgotten that and that you have to awaken back to that. And you can do that through meditation. So it's, uh, you know, there's one book that, uh, that I read that it says, meditation is intensely practical. 
because yes. it takes away loneliness. It gives you a feeling of belonging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have found that to be true. So any, uh, I think a teacher, anytime you're conducting a conference, any, uh, you know, I know they do an invocation before you eat, yes, uh, which is a form of meditation. Um, but any type like that would get the, the room into the mood of right here, right now. So it's intensely practical on almost every level. So any type, anytime I teach something, I always start with the meditation and I try to end with the meditation. Um, and I find people are very receptive to it. Yes. Now, I never used to be. You know, if, I, if they said that to me, I'd be, oh, are you kidding me? I can't do that. Um, but I have found the more you do it, the more receptive they are. And the more they're, they're in the now moment. And a lot of people don't know it's a... Christian tradition. Now, in the split of the church in 1054, where the East and West went different ways, that got it was it was maintained by the Eastern Church, the Orthodox, mm-hmm. and Rome lost a big part of that until Thomas Merton in the 60s brought it back, and he and Master Suzuki, that was really his name, they used to exchange meditative practices, and they actually would meet from time to time. Even though Thomas Merton was a monk, he would get permission to go outside the monastery for different things. He had written a few books by then. And those two would like to get, they love to get together and share meditative practices because it's universal. And I can't say I love you to you and then turn to Matt and say, I don't love you because that means my love for you is not real. Correct. My love for you is prejudice. Mm-hmm. And for me to, and I, I'm trying to piggyback on what you, you just shared. For me to get in touch with that divine love means I'm able to see God in both of you. Uh, our, our friend Richard Rohr says it like this. Unless you see God everywhere, you'll see God nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that. So meditation, if I'm hearing you correctly, is a way of us opening up to have the experience of that which was there that we didn't realize was there the whole time. Would that be accurate to what you're saying? Absolutely. You know, it's really strange. I go walking every morning, and uh, I walk at Benelli Park, and I pass the water, and I love, I can actually, sometimes it's so quiet, I can almost hear the ducks diving for the bugs, you know, in the the water. And uh, I get this urge, because I write on Facebook every day, what my feelings are when I did my walk. And it wasn't too long ago that I was just walking and I was meditating, you know, meditating about my surrounding, hearing the things around me. And I had to just, when I got back to the car, I got up my phone and I put, uh, good morning, lake, good morning, ducks, good morning, trees, good morning, sky, good morning, God, abundant. And and I, I felt that. Now, I would not have done that if I could not have gotten in touch with the mindfulness, again, sure. of my surroundings and that meditation, because all of a sudden I was so acutely aware of everything there, from the ducks to the trees to the, uh, you know, I, and one other story. I, mm-hmm. I took care of my friend's uh, husband for a week uh, before he passed yes. because she had been tired and hadn't had any sleep for a long time. And um, he slept maybe 10 minutes. He had 5% of his heart. And the only thing he was eating the last few weeks of his life were ice chips. Mm. And so I would chop ice chips. And this one time I chopped the ice ice chips and I put them in his mouth. And he smiled and he said, abundant, abundant, 
what a banquet. Mm. And I went, wow, he thinks ice chips are a banquet. And then he took, he, I took him outside one day and he was kind of waving his head back and forth and he was smiling. And I go, what is it, Ron? And he says, wind. And I go, the wind on your face? He said, yeah, wind. And so um, when he passed, well, this was before he passed, I was actually sitting outside and I was meditating. Right. And all of a sudden, I just got this feeling from my head to my toes and I started sobbing. And I thought, dear God, don't ever let me forget the banquet and the wind against my face. Mm. So anytime I am walking, I really become aware of the wind. And that thanks to Ron, that was 10 years ago. And I still think of that. What a gift that man gave me on his passing of the banquet and the wind against my face. And I feel it when I'm walking and meditating. Yeah, because you're present to it. You know, it reminds me of a story that you and I have been familiar with for years and years and years about this young monk. He's in the monastery, and they're about to graduate, and all of his friends, his his brothers, had uh, attained enlightenment, reached enlightenment, but, but him. He had not received enlightenment. And so they left their last meeting as a class together, and they all went back to their cells, is what they call them, for where they slept. But he was so distraught, why couldn't he have enlightenment? The rest did. And so he just went walking down by the pond. It's a beautiful night with a full moon. And he's just in despair, and he's sitting on his log, and he moves his foot, and he kicked what felt like a little sack. So he picked it up and put his hand inside, and he felt what he thought to be rocks inside. So he took one out, he threw it to the middle of the pond, it goes bloop, and the ripples came out, and it was somewhat soothing. So he took out another one, same thing, bloop. Well, he did this all night. Well, the next morning, his, his brothers in, in the uh, monastery were really concerned about him because they, they knew he was in a bad spot, and they went... And they found that his bed had not been slept in, so they really became worried, and they went in search of him, and they found him there by the pond, sitting on the log, just weeping. And he said, our brother, what, what is it? He says, last night in my anguish, because I hadn't reached enlightenment, but you had, I came here. And in the dark, I, I found a bag, and in it I thought was just rocks. And I started throwing them in the middle of the pond because they were so soothing. But in the light of the day, I found they weren't rocks at all, but diamonds, and this is my last one. <laughs> we have the enlightenment with us the whole time, but what we think are just castaway rocks are diamonds that we can't see because we are not looking with enough light. The light's there, but we've shaded it with these thoughts that say, no, that's for other people, not me. So your, your sharing made me think of that story. Hmm. Great story. What else would you like to share with our listeners? We still have a few minutes. Well, I think the last thing I want to share is I want to reiterate that um, I'm not always in this place. Right. And and uh, I've had people actually, um, you know, my nickname's Happy Jackie. Mm-hmm. And even when in Tucson it was Happy Jackie and Maui Happy Jackie. And uh, and I do meditate and I do feel my abundance. and I, But... Like anybody else, there are dark times. Oh, yeah. And there are times where when I walk 
in the morning, I'm not meditating and I'm not noticing. And um, I get away from the now moment and I'm in the future. So uh, I think people think that it's going to be that way all the time. And it's <laughs> not. And I don't care who you are. That's called a front of the bottom. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's just not going to be that way. And, and again, it, years of practice you know I I fought it and I thought I'm not doing this right and I don't know if I'm ever going to get it and it it was so subtle the change that began to happen to me the change of noticing the lake and the ducks or the wind or or the people saying that that it's a banquet or the wind against my face I would have never sunk in in any other time so uh, I, I really want people to know that it's not always like that. You know, right. Mother Teresa, why didn't she have like 40 years of the dark side of the soul or something? I, she had a lot of struggles where she, she struggled to see God right where mm. she was. Mm-hmm. And then she'd get lost in her work and there was God again. Right. But it wasn't always in a good place. And I think people get shocked to hear that. And I was right. so glad that they uh, wrote from her diary, Her Dark Nights. Look, all of life is about a death and resurrection, death and resurrection, death and resurrection. We're constantly dying to self and awakening to God. It's, the death is not a punishment. The death is getting out of that which we're not, we're not needing to use anymore right. so we can experience more life. Uh, so I would absolutely agree with that. St. John of the Cross, all of them. Right, right. So it's just... Uh, uh, acknowledging it, not beating yourself up for it, not thinking uh, it's not going to work for you. It's, it's just continuing to do what you can. And, it, it, you know, a step at a time, a moment at a time, and in this now moment. So that's it. And have a little humor with it. Don't oh, be afraid, definitely. Don't be afraid to laugh at yourself. You know, I, I was doing meditation one time, and I thought, boy, that sure was a long five minutes. And I realized... Um, I set my alarm so it would ring the following day. (laughs) (laughs) But I I, I have an excuse. I'm truly blonde. I mean, this is an Irish thing, you know. Mm. We just, we do that. (laughs) We don't have to drink to have a blackout. So (laughs) There you go. We do it all the time. Right. We're we're in our last few minutes of the show, and and, um, I want to thank Jackie Bat for being such a wonderful guest. I want to thank Frank for doing such a great job. He's a best sound engineer here right now and he's doing a great job for the for the show and i'm grateful to have him uh shout out to gabby who who is the boss of the entire thing and our our executive producer and make sure that i I wear clean clothes when i come to the studio so thank you for that i look forward to seeing you when i get home she's taking a class right now at mount sack that's why she's not here tonight Mm. and next week is thanksgiving now of course gabby said living with me every day is Thanksgiving. I said, really? She says, yeah, that's what I get for marrying a turkey. (laughs) So, but seriously, I am hoping that you are aware of the fact that you would have much to be grateful for this year. When I say that, I'm not denying that you may be going through a lot of problems. For some people, the holidays are difficult. My experience has been In the midst of that difficulty, if we can find a way to reach out to others and try to make their life a little better, our life gets better. Now, this isn't one of those things where, you know, oh, I I need $100, so I'm going to go give people $10, and it's going to... That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there's a natural law that you are what you're giving away. 
And uh, our friend Chuck Chamberlain said, if, you, if you're giving away love, you're love. If you're giving away hate, you're hate. You know, what are you going to be today? It's your choice. And so I hope that during this time of Thanksgiving that you're cognizant of what you have to be grateful for, for life itself, for the fact that you have people you love and that love you. But most of all, be grateful that you are in existence because you wouldn't have been created if God didn't love you already. And so no matter, no matter what you've done, you're already loved. You can't earn it and you can't get rid of it. And, um, and the fact that you tune into this show every week, I feel loved by you. And I hope you feel the love back. Last week I shared with you that I, I had received some tough diagnosis. I gave you half of it. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's. I didn't mention the part about dementia because I was already falling apart mm -hmm. <laughs> the first part. Thank God Father Gene was here to hold me together. He brought a lot of scotch tape. And so, uh, uh, but the point being that we're all in this together. And I always ask you to be honest with me, and you send me beautiful notes. And so I, I owe it to you to do the same thing. Uh, but one of the things I'm grateful for this year is you. I'm grateful for my family, and I'm grateful for friends like Jackie. And, and uh, So next week, it'll be a different programming, but we'll be back the following week. Same bat time, same bat chow. I know I'm going to get a letter from NBC for doing that because that's played on another network. But uh, too bad, but easier to get forgiveness and permission. And, uh, so we'll see you on the other side of Thanksgiving. Remember, it's better to eat turkey than to be the turkey. If no one told you they love you, let me be the first. God bless. Linda, 